This episode is sponsored by Acuity, our 2018 software of choice. Acuity Scheduling is your online assistant working 24-7 to fill your schedule. No more phone tag. Clients can quickly view your real-time availability and self-book their own appointments and even pay online and reschedule with a click. Handle all of your forms before the appointment so you can get right to doing the massage you do best. Look and act professional by offering convenient scheduling to your clients that matches your brand and your voice. Customer support is a delight, and Acuity Style will help you relax and have fun running your business again. Check out the special 45-day free offer at massagebusinessblueprint.com acuity. Hey everyone, welcome to the Massage Business Blueprint Podcast, where we discuss the business side of massage therapy. I'm Michael Reynolds. And I'm Alyssa Haynes. We're your hosts. Thanks for joining us today. Alyssa, you ready for Halloween? I am so ready for Halloween, and the kids got their costumes yesterday. And um, so like, store-bought costumes are weird for us, because right up until last year, Walt made their costumes every year. And he made like really, like Walt sews. He sews. He sews, and he's very crafty. Of course Um, he does. And it's ridiculous. And so last year, it might have been the year before, Sana really wanted to be um, Princess Leia, and we just, but she decided last minute, and he was like, "Yeah, all right, I'm just gonna buy the costume." And that was like, it was like two <laughs> years ago. Was the first the kid was like, I don't know, eleven before she got a store bought costume. And um, but they loved making them, and they would always make them together. And this year. She wants to be some character from Stranger Things. Uh, oh, nice. The guy in the sailor suit. I don't know. I don't watch Stranger Things. so. Um, oh, it's so good. I can't. It's just a little too creepy for me. Like, okay. I, okay. I'm so sensitive. I, I so forgot anyhow. how, yeah, I forgot how creepy it doesn't work for you. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm very, I'm very sensitive. I'm a delicate flower. So <laughs> they went to the store yesterday to get that costume because ordering it online was becoming a thing. And they came home with that. And then the little one. He has never had a store-bought costume. He came home with this, like, really ornate Buzz Lightyear thing. It is adorbs. Oh, that's In fact, awesome. it's so cute. He was, like, posing it. It's so cute that I'm going to put a picture in our podcast notes. Please do. That's how cute. So Please tell do. me tell me about your guys', your guys costume. Yeah. So Eli's Spider-Man from Into the Spider-Verse, Miles Morales. He's very excited. Um, we actually recently, uh, I think it was the like, uh, beginning of October, we went to the Children's Museum Halloween bash party and then before that we went to the Zubu party so we like kicked off Halloween by just like going all out all day Halloween uh, so our local zoo uh, in October they opened this thing called Zubu so on the weekends um, they have a pumpkin town village and they have like all this Halloween stuff and little haunted houses and mazes and trick-or-treating and stuff and it was in costume so that was fun and then at, in the evening we went to the Children's Museum Halloween party which was like a a one-time thing this month and it was like a whole all the different levels had different parties and snacks and cupcakes and games and it was just like it was a lot of halloween (laughs) i can't believe you're like doing all this stuff it's only the first weekend in october (laughs) i know i know but you know we we have other stuff we gotta do too so we gotta start early to get all the halloween stuff out of the way because there's a headless horseman festival at connor prairie and there's there's a whole thing so I yeah, saw that you guys carved a pumpkin. We did, um, yes. You realize yes. that it's going to be all gross like a week before Halloween and you're going to well, have to carve another one, right? Yes, I know that. But Eli okay. went to the pumpkin patch on his first field trip at right. pre-K. And okay. so they got pumpkins. And of course, the minute he got home, he's like, I want to carve the pumpkin. He would not stop until we carved the pumpkin. So we yeah. carved the pumpkin. 
no, it's totally cool. I just want you to be mindful that you need to have a backup pumpkin or have some time <laughs> ready carved out to go and get a second. <laughs> I see what you did there. And get a second pumpkin so that yeah. when his like inevitably like gets moldy and decomposes before Halloween, you have like a that here's another one. So be prepared for that. Okay. Oh, we are. We are prepared. Okay. All right. Yeah, I didn't we, want to doubt your parenting, but I wanted you to be ready. Oh no, no, we do Halloween. Like, yeah, we, we go all out. So there will be many pumpkins, I'm sure. <laughs> all right. So yeah, thanks for asking. Sorry you asked. And thanks for asking, right? <laughs> oh, actually there's one more thing before we jump to the episode it has been on my mind and I wanted uh, to kind of have a little sidebar, like bonus thing for our audience. And maybe I'm the only one that's benefiting this because I'm kind of behind on this, but you use Grammarly, correct? I don't actually. You don't? Oh I my don't. gosh. So, so many people have been telling me how great Grammarly is for like literally five or six years. And I'm like, oh, Grammarly, yeah, sounds great. I've never actually used it. So I installed the Grammarly plugin into my Chrome browser. And now it, every time I write something in Google Docs or my blog or whatever, it magically goes through and like gives me grammar coaching. And it makes my writing so much better. And it's like so easy to use. And I can't believe I haven't used it for like the past 10 years. So if anyone out there does writing for your blog or whatever, um, do yourself a favor, consider installing the Grammarly uh, plugin or Chrome extension. It is, it is very good. It's very, it's kind of almost life-changing when it comes to writing. So um, I think a lot of people are already using it and I'm kind of behind the times, but I really enjoy using Grammarly. So, so check it out. I use, um, and I don't use it anymore, but I did use it for a long time. Um, the Hemingway app, Oh yeah, which is very, I think it's very similar. And so like I had gotten into the Hemingway app and then when Grammarly came along, I just kind of ignored it. And now I don't use anything because I'm just not doing, I'm writing, but I'm not writing the way I used to write. And, um, so I am totally signing up for it right this second. I'm like, putting the extension on my computer. I'm doing the whole thing so that um, I can start using it too. So thank you. Yeah. Yeah. So now that we've talked Halloween and Grammarly, I think we have a real topic today. Yeah. And like Grammarly is going to freak out over all my notes right now. So that's great. <laughs> awesome. I'm feeling really good about myself. Let's do this. Wonderful. <laughs> so today's topic uh, as, a, as a nice segue actually is rethinking the holiday discount in your massage business. Yeah, man. Happy pre-holiday season. Uh, while you were Halloween shopping, did you notice that there was uh, Christmas and such things out in the stores? Oh, I noticed. I did, and I don't really mind that. So I'm not, I'm not crapping all over early Christmas stuff. I'm, I'm on board. I'm embracing it. Oh, we um, watched Polar Express last weekend already. So guys, you know, we we're contributing that. to the madness. <laughs> we watch Elf all year round. <laughs> Anyhow, so enough banter. We really got to get back. Um, so early. Um, Early in my career, I got like all hopped up about holiday gift certificate sales and I wanted to sell a ton and I loved having that big fat wad of money in my account in January and uh, it was a great thing. But I, as many of us do, we definitely gave away too much in discounting and gift certificate sales because that seems to be the thing to do. You know, you get caught up, you see all of these holiday sales, you see Black Friday sales, you see all of these things. And we feel like we have to compete in this retail marketplace that we don't really always have to compete in. So I wanted to do a little a reboot of talking about discounting and gift certificate sales. We've covered this before. It comes up in conversation every year. So here we go. First universal truth of gift certificate sales around the holidays is that you don't have to sell gift certificates at all. Like you don't 
have to offer gift certificates for your business. You don't have to allow people to prepay. You don't have to offer them for people to give away. You do not have to do it. If you do not want or need new clients or like if you're super full and you're scheduling people three months out and you get super stressed about the idea of like, what if I get sick? I have no day to move anybody to. If your schedule is mostly full and your retainment techniques, is that retaining? I don't know. Retainment. I don't know. You're keeping your client retention, I believe. Retention. Okay. Listen, everybody, I'm like super tapped out on cold meds right now. So <laughs> I didn't want to complain about it, but just, just trying to help here to help roll with me. Um, I clearly don't have Grammarly installed in my brain right now. So roll with this. So your retention techniques, um, if they're good, then it, you don't want a lot of like rando new clients coming to you from weird sources. Um, so selling gift certificates may not be a good thing for you. You might only want clients who come in regularly and not the kind of clients who just come in as a treat. So, or like when they get a gift certificate, I definitely have like 20 clients who only come in once or twice a year when they are given gift certificates. And that's fine. Like it works for me, but it might not work for you. And I want you to know it's okay to not offer them. Also, if you are staying really tight within your niche, you might not want the kinds of clients that come from random gift certificate sales. So you could sell gift certificates, but maybe just by request with screening. So if one of your clients, one of your regular clients says, hey, do you sell gift certificates? I want to get my mom in here. Let me give you a little example. This is how the conversation would look for me. I would say, why do you think massage would be good for your mom? And if they said, well, she had knee surgery last year and her rehab has been going really slow, I would say, I am not the best massage therapist for her. If you want to send somebody in for anxiety and stress relief, I would love to work with them. If you know of people who are having trouble sleeping or have like stress-related headaches, I'm your girl, but I'm not really good at knee rehab and I think that would be a wasted gift for your mom. So you can sell them, but with screening. Um, that, of course, gets a little trickier because it means probably having phone calls with people because you could put a thing on your website that's like, um, I do sell gift certificates, but only to people who, but only to be gifted to people who fit within my niche of stress and anxiety. Call here for more information or email me for more information. So that gets a little trickier and you might just want to say like, no, I'm just not selling them at all. That's fine. If you don't want and need new clients from potentially random sources, it's okay to not sell gift certificates. Michael, I have to take a break to cough. So do you have anything to add to that? <laughs> Fair enough. No, I, uh, I want to reiterate what you said at the beginning, which is you don't have to do anything. So we often feel pressure to do things based on time of year or what are people doing? And um, I mean, you already said it, but I just want to kind of offer my endorsement as well that you can do whatever you want in your own business and you don't have to follow what the crowd or your peers are doing. And I actually just ran into this um, where I used to donate a gift basket to um, a local charitable thing. And they called me to hit me up this year for the gift basket be before their annual event. And I said, you know, I usually give you something with uh, a gift certificate for a half hour massage and a couple of like of my cheaper retail items. I said, but... I'm only taking new clients within my niche of anxiety. So I can't guarantee that the person who wins this at the auction 
is going to be the right kind of client. And I'm not really selling those kind of retail items anymore. So I don't have anything on hand. So I don't think a gift basket is a really good idea for me. How about I just give you guys a cash donation? And I did and everyone was happy. So I think that when you, I mean, I understand it was like a charitable thing versus like selling them for the holidays, but it's the same concept applies. When you do a good job of telling people why you're making a change, they usually understand it. So anyhow, let's move along. Um, sorry, lost my place because I my screen moved when I was coughing. Okay, so <laughs> if you do decide that you sell gift certificates, that that's a good thing for your business, you don't have to offer a sale just because it's the holidays. You don't. Even if you always have in the past, it's okay to stop or it's okay to change what you offer. I'm going to say this a few times. You are not a discount provider. We do not need to compete on price. And competing on price is a terrible business model for a service industry. Do not violate your discounting feelings be just because of the season. Just because it's getting chillier and you want some hot chocolate doesn't mean you have to take a hit on your wages. So rethink, consider what you have done in the past. And if it makes you feel uncomfortable or resentful, then it's definitely time to make a change. Those feelings, if when someone calls to redeem a gift certificate, you're like, ugh, that's a red flag. You shouldn't feel that way about any appointment. So make the change. And in order to make those changes, we got to decide what we're comfortable with. So do some math. And that includes imagining like the worst case scenario. What are you okay with? So my rates are 100 bucks an hour. If I offered like a 10% off discount on gift certificates, would I feel okay when that client came in for that massage to redeem it and I was only making 90 bucks? Maybe yes, maybe no. What if a client bought a year's worth of those? So every three weeks or however often that client comes in for a year, I'm only getting 90 bucks. How do I feel about that? Frankly, I'm going to tell you my gut feels a little icky about that right now. So that would not be a good option for me. And do you already have any kind of discounted pricing? So for me, if someone buys a package of five, they uh, each massage ends up costing $95 instead of $100. So with an extra 10% off of that, that's going to put me at what, like 87s? I don't know, something, whatever. Um, so if someone bought a couple of packages and they had 10 massages and I'm now redeeming the next 10 massages for them and I'm only making like $87 or something instead of a hundred, like that would make me feel bad. So if you do decide to do some kind of discounting, is it going to apply to something that's already discounted? Think ahead on that. Really go through your menu and your offerings and your all of your, your items and see what would make you feel good or bad. Doing the math on any particular offers is really important. So I see a lot of, and this is like the biggest I think mistake because it wouldn't work for me, but it might work for other people. So take this with a grain of salt. When they offer like buy three, get one free or buy four, get one free. All they think about is the number that they're actually taking in and not the redemption value. So again, if someone, if you sell gift certificates at buy three, get one free, if I did it at a hundred dollars an hour 
that would be dropping my rate for those four massages to $75 an hour. That is not enough for me. I would feel resentful and piffy about that. So you get the idea, um, but I really wanted to like walk through how it could work with percentages and also like buy one or buy however many, get some free. If you really want to have a, any kind of special, you got to create one that fits your comfort level. So you really got to think through what that comfort level is. But for the moment, before I give you tips on if you do want to sell them, Michael, who is our sponsor today? Hohoba! Yay! Hohoba is non-allergenic, so I can use it on any client and every client without fear of an allergic reaction. It doesn't go rancid, and it is an excellent carrier for essential oils. So if you want to offer some kind of holiday special for a pepperminty whatever massage, Hohoba is a great carrier for whatever essential oil you want to add to it. It won't stain your 100% cotton sheets. Your linens will last for longer. And Jojoba, the, pardon me, the Jojoba Company is the only company in the world that carries 100% pure, first-press quality Jojoba. We are delighted to be their partner, and it benefits you because you, my friends, can get 10% off the price of the product on orders of $35 or more when you shop through our link, massagebusinessblueprint.com slash Jojoba. And I got to tell you, Jojoba is a little hard to say with the stuffy nose. <laughs> so there's that. You did that. a pretty good job. I'm, I'm impressed. You. You're, you're, you're powering through it. So this part will be quick. If you do want to have a holiday special, more power to you. I would suggest you keep it very simple with a lot of structure. Oftentimes people have really complicated sales and realize that there are like so many options and conditions. It can cause confusion and you end up losing money. And then someone's like, oh, well, I thought it applied to blah, blah, blah. And then you end up giving them that discount. And now you're giving away a massage for $50 an hour and feeling like a bozo. So if you do offer something, keep it very, very simple. I'm going to give some examples. And I'm going to remind you once again, you are not a discount provider. You offer a very... Uh, high-end, skilled service. You deserve to get decent pay and you don't need to compete on price just because the weather's getting cooler. So considering your options, you could offer a flat dollar amount or a percentage off for each sale. So you could say, if you buy $200 of gift certificates, you get 15 bucks off. Okay. You could offer a percentage. If you buy $200 of gift certificates or more, you get five or 10% off you get to decide. If you sell gift certificates in person, maybe you have like an open house event around the holidays or you participate in some kind of holiday fair. Events are really nice because it puts a nice, it puts bookends onto how long you are offering any particular sale. And it could be that if you sell in person, you can offer like a, a sweet bonus without having in the, pardon me, I'm I lost my words. You can offer some kind of sweet upgrade or bonus to a gift certificate sale in, um, in the manner of like a thing, an actual thing versus like a gift certificate sold online where there's no exchange between people live in person. So you could package a gift certificate up pretty so that it's a self-contained gift so that the person doesn't have to do anything other than buy it from you and hand it to the person they're giving it to. You could, if you sell retail items, you could comp a, a small gift bag to go along with the gift certificate. A lot of people love giving gift certificates, 
but they feel weird about someone not having something to use right then the moment they receive a gift. So you could make a little gift bag to accompany each gift certificate that's kind of an immediate present. And it doesn't have to be expensive. And I want you to really think about your costs as you do this. You wouldn't want to spend more than like five bucks, or if you're like a really high-end place, 10 bucks on a gift bag because that's coming out of your profits. So again, if I give a $100 massage and the gift bag was worth $15, I'm essentially giving an $85 massage, which we have already established I am not comfortable with. So you want to be real smart about... Uh, what kinds of things you can give away that are that are nice without going overboard. Or you could decide that this is a great way to gift and go overboard. That's fine. You could gift along with a certain amount of gift certificate sales, an affordable upgrade for the buyer. So if one of my clients buys $300 in gift certificates, I am going to give them a fancy gift bag or I'm going to add um, uh, I don't do a lot of upgrades in my treatments, but let's just pretend I'm going to add an essential oil upgrade to their next treatment, or I'm going to give them an extra 15 minutes on their next treatment. Um, so I'm rewarding the buyer who is probably a client. And, uh, that is how I am, uh, incentivizing them to buy gift certificates. But again, I just want to say like our clients already understand the value of our services and these kinds of incentives may or may not be fruitful depending on your client base. You know them better than I do. And my final point, if you are going to sell gift certificates, make it really easy for people to buy them online. Don't have some like complicated process where they fill out a form and then they pay with a PayPal link and then you manually have to put together a gift certificate. It, if you're going to sell them and you're going to sell them online, Make it really easy. Use an automated service, like either within your scheduling system or some of there's Gift Up, there's Spa Boom, there's you know ways that you can sell gift certificates within Square and probably even within PayPal now. Um, make sure it's automated so it happens instantly without you having to do anything, and not just because that's less work for you, but because we want it to be uh, easy on the buyer's end and happen just instantly the way they want it to, so they can print it out or email it to the recipient. And have that be that. And Michael, I'm done. I gotta say, I'm impressed. Uh, despite your uh, um, your cold and the medication you're on, you, you actually powered through it very well. So thank you. <laughs> I think it's pretty complete. I uh, I also want to iterate the ease of purchase. Um, if it's not easy to purchase a gift card online, then people are just not going to do it. So make sure it's a real system, like Alyssa said. So uh, yeah, good stuff. All Anything right, else you add? Are we good? I'm done, man. All right. You need some rest. All right, everyone. Thanks for joining us today. We appreciate you being with us. You can visit us online at massagebusinessblueprint.com. Uh, check out our premium member community, which is growing every day with lots of cool stuff there, including free uh, stock photos for your website and marketing materials, a monthly free article you can use on your own blog. Uh, we basically kind of run your whole marketing materials library for you. So we kind of give you no excuse for doing marketing stuff. You've got images, you've got content, uh, you've got coaching, so all kinds of fun stuff. Anyway, enough about that. If you want to give us a review, we love reviews as well. So hop on to the Apple Podcasts store and give us a review if you like. And we'll probably read some here in the next couple episodes. We haven't done that for a while. So anyway, uh, email us if you want to. The email address is podcast at massagebusinessblueprint.com. And have a great day. We'll see you next time. Bye.